Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. I am not Trent, I am Frank and it is good to have your company today. Trent is out for a little bit in case you missed last week's episode. He's got some work to do interstate so we are running the ship without him. This week in the Toy Power studio I am joined by Ben. G'day, g'day. Darren. Hello one and all, thank you for joining us. And all the way from Luxembourg, our good friend and Patreon, Mr. John Caulfield. Hi guys, thanks for having me. Excellent, mate. Is uh, what sort of time is it over there at the minute? So it's ten o'clock in the morning. Oh. So didn't get my usual lie on of because <laughs> <laughs> my kids uh, normally have me up at six or seven anyway. So yeah, no loss. Yeah. Excellent, good stuff. All right. Um, well, let's start with let's. Uh, well, we know you pretty well. We've been talking to you in our Discord over the journey. But for some of the listeners out there, we've got. A few of our standard questions so we can get to know you just a little bit. So, John, and as as we often do on Toy Power, these questions are in the mind of 10-year-old John, okay? Gotcha, yeah. That's a, that's a long way to remember back, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, John, give us your favorite toy line as a 10-year-old. So, that was He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It was a little bit... Uh, after it was 1989 when I was 10, but I was still playing with He Man, and I actually had a laser power He Man and a laser light Skeletor. Oh, wow, and, wicked! <laughs> and never saw them again after my teenage years. I guess my mom threw them out or oh, something. Yeah, pretty, pretty sore about it now. But <laughs> Painful. That's life. No, I rem- and I remember them well. And then when I got the Masters of the Universe Classics versions. It was like the minute I saw the battery mechanism, I was like, oh, I remember these really well. <laughs> and have you managed to reacquire the, the vintage ones at all? No, I don't really collect the vintage. I actually started to collect the vintage, but I think being over in Europe, yeah, you can get a lot through Germany, but it was expensive. And yeah, yeah I just decided to stick with the more modern toys yeah. at Excellent. this point. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I know they're... They're a pretty penny these days. Oh, for Those sure. They certainly are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, favorite movie as a 10-year-old, John? So, uh, back in the day, I think the first time I went to the cinema would have been two years after I was 10 years old. And I have a good story about that, which I'll tell you in a second. But, uh, yeah, back then it was uh, Star And then I remember looking at uh, Christmas cattle, uh, TV guides back in the day, scouring it to see when Star Wars was on. Uh, I remember getting up early in the morning to watch Star Wars and uh, yeah that was the one for me and I think the Jedi especially I think in hindsight we've spoken about this uh, Darren that yes. uh, maybe Empire is a much better movie but uh, I think those damn Ewoks they, got it <laughs> they won you over totally yeah nice one. so that was for me but uh, yeah the, I think one of the first times I went to the cinema was with my sister went to see Robin Hood Prince of Thieves oh. in 91 yeah and uh we went to the cinema, it was all great, got my popcorn and everything, sitting there, sat there for 
I suppose the two hours in total, <laughs> waiting for Kevin Costner to appear. Oh Costner? no, it was the Men in Tights, was it? Or no, no, no. And I was waiting for that scene in the trailer, you know, where they have the camera on the arrow and the arrow goes yeah. through to the. Sat there for the whole time. Nothing happened. It was a real gritty, dark movie. I was going, what's going on here? <laughs> Turns out we went to the other Robin Hood that was released the in 1991. Slightly ahead yeah. of oh, Robin Hood starring Patrick Bergen and oh, Uma no. Thurman. <laughs> wasn't even released in the US, uh, apparently because of that. Uh, but it was widely released in Europe. And, yeah, it was uh, released yeah, over so... here as well, but it didn't have the life that Prince of Thieves had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it was a... It was a decent movie but I mean you know I was waiting for the Brian Adams song I was waiting for everything you know it was just total anticipation and then the credits came up and I was like huh so you went to the knockoff of the film is that kind of what yeah, happened pretty much yeah so yeah oh wow and I don't know if I ever went to to see the other one in the movies I mean I've seen it obviously yeah uh, afterwards probably probably got it on uh, VHS yeah. out of the video store but I'm not sure if I went to see it in the movies because my sister was 10 years older than me and I used to go visit her she was at the other side of I, I'm from Ireland originally yeah and yep. she was uh, living in the capital city in Dublin and uh, yeah I used to go up and visit her and we'd go to the cinema and stuff so and she was also my uh, he-man supplier oh, oh, nice. everyone dealer. needs one of those so used to, she used to come home maybe once a month so i'd be kind of waiting at the train station going, come on what you got what you got <laughs> what's in the bag yeah <laughs> so cool exactly so so which toys do you find your kids gravitating towards the most from your collection and what do they so, ask you when you're out shopping so i think with my with my son it's transformers Nice Transformers and Transformers. So it, I don't have many Transformers, but I have the the Siege, mm-hmm. uh, Cybertron, yeah. the Hasbro ones. Uh, really like those. Um, he's crazy about Transformers and also Lego, but especially the vehicles. So any sort of Lego vehicles. Yep. The Star Wars ships, anything like that. And so he's a four-year-old uh, boy, and then my daughter's six, and she's much more into the kind of. Uh, lego and the kind of the houses and so like the i have a couple of those creator expert houses so yep. she's crazy about those she wants to kind of get stuck into those and uh, and she plays a bit more with the figures if she can get away with it <laughs> but yeah my my boy so he's he's really into yeah vehicles and the kind of the the figures are just kind of conduits to kind of play but uh, in the vehicles are really what it's about where it's excellent Cool, cool, cool. Oh, very good. All right, we are going to head into our next segment. Three, two, one. Cue music. So, what have you got for me? She's got a new hat. Alright, so yes, it is latest news time and we were discussing during the week going, man, it's going to be a quiet show because there wasn't a lot of news happening. And then in the last probably three or four days, there's just been stuff everywhere. So we're going to have to be pretty punchy so we can get through all this and keep you up to date. Starting with one of my favourites, Marvel Legends. Hasbro, as they've been said they were going to do, rather than drop, say, all their a year's worth of reveals at, say, the big cons in San Diego, for example, they're doing reveals across the year at other cons uh, around the world. We saw some reveals at MCM London, 
There was Paris Comic Con and then just a few days ago, Luca Comics and Games Expo. So I'm not going to tell you which one came from which because it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. But we saw brand new reveals for Spymaster. I agree. I don't know who he is either. Uh, we saw a classic Winter Soldier looking very much straight out of the original comics. Uh, we saw the big reveal of the Fantastic Four Wave, which is essentially the same figures we've got, but they're updated uh, uniforms. I believe Mr. Fantastic comes with some alternate sort of stretchy hands and stuff. Uh, you also get Doctor Doom in that wave. But the cool thing is, is that the builder figure for that wave is the Super Scroll. And he looks awesome. Comes with alternate arms such that he's got, you know, I think a flaming fist in one hand and then an invisible arm in the other, uh, as well as regular arms. And this is the first Super Scroll we've had uh, for a while. I think Hasbro have been uh, not told not to do him but until Disney sort of reacquired the rights. Um, but very exciting to see him. We also saw a Demo Goblin who... If you know Green Goblin, is kind of like a red and black version of that. And rather than a, a metallic glider, he sits on this... Almost looks like a, a fiery phoenix type uh, glider. He's the builder figure for the Spider-Man wave. That's uh, we've already seen. And then at Luca Comics, we saw uh, just recently an Age of Apocalypse Sunfire. Wild Child, who's kind of like a... Kind of like a skinny version of Sabretooth, really. And we saw a comics-accurate Crossbones as well, uh, which is nice because they haven't had one of those for a while. Potentially, they've said that they're going to be looking at more Age of Apocalypse stuff. Age of Apocalypse, for those that don't know, is basically Marvel's, uh, I guess you consider it an Elseworlds or alternate timeline thing where Apocalypse basically rules, rules the world. Uh, and so there was a, an image on screen, not of a figure, but from the comics panel of Age of Apocalypse Rogue, who's a very popular character. So we may be getting her sometime in the future. So more Marvel Legends to spend all your money on, basically. Definitely. All right. So, uh, John, you've got some information from Mondo about their spooky Halloween special. Tell us all about that, mate. Yeah. So Mondo have uh, released a Halloween exclusive Scareglow. So it's a 900 uh, uh, run, a run of 900. Oh. It was originally uh, put up as a US and Canada only exclusive, but uh, I can say this morning, hot off the press, that seems to be changed, and now it seems to be available internationally. Good. They've removed that from the site, so that's great. I think that was causing a bit of uh, a bit of aggro in the community, <laughs> but uh, yeah. sure. it looks good I was now. Not happy uh, so it's the it's the basic uh, Mondo body that they have had now for. Uh, He-Man Skeletor uh, Faker. Uh, it's painted with glow-in-the-dark paint. It has a unique head head sculpt, uh, wired cape, and this really cool-looking uh, side, which I think is uh, designed by Emiliano Santalucia. Nice. He's the designer of the of the weapon, and that's supposed to be shipping January 2020. So looking forward to adding that one. That looks super cool. Definitely. Yeah. You, j- you jump on it. You've already ordered it. I take it. Yeah. I've ordered it. Nice. I ordered it. Before. It was possible to order even when it was on US Canada only. So I ordered it anyway, just cross the fingers. But <laughs> it seems funny, like we're we're going to be lucky on that one. A funny story. I was actually um, I ordered mine as well. Funnily, funnily enough, uh, after after you um, drew attention to it, John, I went and ordered it and thought, yeah. great. I didn't even look. I didn't see the US and Canada <laughs> I just thought I'd better yeah. get on here because I knew there was only nine hundred of them. Better get on here yeah. and get it done. So I ordered it, thinking, oh, you know, good, it's all squared away. And then I saw your post 
that it was US and Canada only, and I went back and I mm-hmm. looked, and sure enough, you're right. <laughs> and I'm like, they better not cancel my order and give me back my refund. I will not be happy. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want that money. The, keep it. Keep yeah, it that's it. <laughs> nice. And a perfect figure for a Halloween reveal oh, as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very clear. There is the ultimate They were throwing online some kind of uh, diversions away from, the, oh, it's not going to be the obvious one, but it turned out to be. Of course, <laughs> uh, of, course of course. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. That's it. All right, Alien and Predator by NECA. So NECA has revealed final packaging in packaging photos of their upcoming Alien and Predator 5.5-inch Classics assortment figures. These figures take modern characters and recreate them in the style of the classic Kenner toy line, kind of the reverse of the Kenner tribute line uh, assortments. Included are the Berserker Predator and the Neomorph. These begin shipping to retailers in November and will be in stores in early December this year. They will sell for about $15 USD, so that's a pretty darn good price. Mm. These look beautiful recreations of the Kenner card backs of the respective Alien and Predator lines. They would tie in seamlessly to a mint on card vintage collection or they would, uh, wouldn't look out of place in a loose collection either. So get onto them if you're keen on those figures nice darren take us through some uh, some of the star wars black stuff we saw at all these cons yep so we have some star wars news uh first of all mandalorian uh mandalorian gets a three and three quarter inch figure in the vintage collection style line which is good news for for people that are into that line and also want to want to support that that new star wars direction as far as black series goes there's been a ton of news that's dropped out we've had announced Attack of the Clones, Obi-Wan and Anakin Skywalker in the Black Series. A first look at Episode 9 uh, figures such um, such as Zori, Bliss and one of the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Absolutely look fantastic. He looks so cool. It's like, for, if you haven't seen the pictures, it's kind of a, a, Darth, a black Darth Vader helmet, but just with like crisscross, almost trying to emulate chainmail type look. I, I think it's across a cross the, between the, Darth the Vader and uh, Kylo Ren's helmet. Yeah, I think it's a perfect mash. Uh, yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, like I think it. all these uh, Knights of Ren are really cool. Mm. Yeah, I just hope they great. live up to their image on screen so to speak so i hope they're yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i hope it translates and we're not just seeing awesome prototypes so there's more star wars black series reveals um the prequel trilogy gets some love with or some more love with jedi knights plo coon and kit fisto both feature amazing on-screen likeness with plo featuring real cloth jedi robes yeah look i'm not a star wars guy but seeing that Kit Fisto with the big long sort of I guess green. called eight green dreads you yep, want to call yep. them. He <laughs> Predator. Look- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, co- sorry, I coughed into the mic. Predator <laughs> Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. He looks amazing. Like you know, and I know these characters don't get a ton of screen time, but they look just spot on. Yeah, agreed. Just hoping that we get to some um, Empire love um, next year because it is the 40th anniversary. Mm. Mm. That's a good point. Mm. All right, Super 7 have officially announced their upcoming They Live reaction figures. The 3.75 scale figures are based on the aliens from John Carpenter's fantastic cult film from 1988. I know Davey in particular is a huge Mm, fan of this movie and someone uh, started a fight with him calling them zombie smurfs. So (laughs) shout out to uh, Davey. 
and uh, King Kaiju collectibles. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the new figures from Super Seven feature both a male ghoul and a female ghoul. They go on sale beginning Monday, uh, October twenty eighth. So they're already on sale via the Super Seven website. Blister card packaging with great artwork on the left hand side of the card. Get on to them if you're a They Live fan. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this reaction style, but and even the turtles ones, I've sort of gone eh. But the card art on all of them, regardless of what line we're talking about, just looks stunning. They've really captured that old school look with great artwork. I mean, if you look at it, the, the packaging is almost one and a half times the size of the figure when you look at these small figures, but it's beautifully, beautifully done. Yep, agreed. All right, so on to some Transformers news now. Now, there was TFCon, uh, I think about a week ago as of this recording. TFCon, it's it's not an official con. It's not sort of backed by Hasbro or anything. So as a result, you get a lot of third-party stuff there. There was a few things here or there, but look, the big one, and I use that word quite deliberately, was Fans Toys FT40, otherwise known as Fort Max. Now, we've been harping on about Unicron here and how that's the biggest Transformer they've ever made. He's going to come in at around about the 69, 70 centimeter uh, mark. I'm not going to translate that into that other silly metric for our US listeners. Uh, but this new Fort Max comes in at 120 centimeters or basically 50 inches that, high. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. My the biggest oh. one of the biggest toys in my collection is uh, the Maddie Collector uh, Voltron. Yep. Uh, the Lion Force Voltron. That's 23 inches tall. That's double <laughs> yep. that size. I can't. That's like that's a small child in your yeah. toy room well, on permanently display. Well, this know? is nearly double Unicron, right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's it's absolutely insane. There's there's you look at the the Transforms community at the moment, and there's massive rumors as to whether the thing ever gets made. Yeah, true. You yeah. kind of feel like. This is a bit of a, I don't know if it's a necessarily a dig at Hasbro, but they're just going, oh, you've made the biggest Transformer? No, we've made mm. the biggest Transformer. Mm. I cannot possibly imagine the shipping costs on this. That would kind of rule out half their market, I believe. And, and, and the fact that if they don't have a Kickstarter as well, yeah. because it, you'd almost want money in hand before you uh, hit the green light on the production. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it would yeah, be insane. Absolutely insane. But good, good luck to them. Yeah, Seriously, look, if they you know, can... Yeah. If they can make it, it'll be outstanding. One thing they have also said is it'll be an FT-40A. Now, for those who know Fort Max, he's a headmaster. And so what they're also offering is, hey, if you can't afford the big guy, you can literally order just his head, which headmasters, as we know, also turn into a robot. So you can at least get that on-shelf representation, which would be closer to you know your sort of... Uh, six inch size transformer for obviously much less than than the big guy. And then that head transforms that that head on that, that head, transformer yes. is another head in itself. Headception, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. All right, now John, you've got a couple of a uh, bit of news here uh, with some stuff that's we're waiting to order both from Mythic Legions and the uh, Golden Axe or from Storm Collectibles. Sorry. Yeah, so for Fort Horseman Mythic Legion, so the Siege of Bjorngar wave is shipping at the moment. So that's a wave that was pre-ordered at the start of the year. Uh, it's five figures. It's the first uh, of their ogre size figures. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of uh, eight, nine inch size figures, kind of kind of giants. Yep. So there's uh, Boltor the, ta the Tower, who's, he's a kind of human uh, giant. There's Kurzog, who's an uh, orc. And then there's an Ogre Legion builder. Uh, and then so the other is... two figures are uh, Faustia the Cleric, which is this uh, red hooded uh, figure, kind of like a, a priest, a female kind of priest figure. And uh, Twick the Goblin, 
so he's got uh, these mad looking horns and a crossbow nice. so they're shipping from their new they work with a company now called megalopolis toys yes uh, i think they're in utah in the states mm-hmm. Uh, so they're do they're handling all the logistics for the four horsemen now. So this is the first uh, the first of those uh, shipping uh, orders shipping. Okay. Uh, so let's be interesting to see how that goes. If it's uh, better than the four horsemen, because I think that's where they really struggled was on the mm-hmm. logistics side. Yeah. I mean they're amazing uh, toy designers, toy makers, but uh, yeah, shipping large lots of uh, toys out to customers. You know, it, it was tough for them, and oh, for I sure. completely yeah. understand that. And, and probably so any... mine are arriving next week, so uh, I'm sure the the Discord will be uh, plastered for the photos of those. So uh, excellent! Get ready, boys. Yeah, for sure. Look forward to it. And Storm Collectibles, tell yeah. us more about that gold. Yeah, so Storm Collectibles. Uh, if like me, you were a Sega man back in the 80s and 90s, uh, they're releasing a Golden Axe uh, figure set. So that's the Axe Battler. Mm. Who, uh, funnily enough, doesn't have an axe but a sword <laughs> and uh, a red dragon for him to sit on. So that's from the 1989 Sega game. Pre-order up now on Storm Collectibles website for 120 USD. I think it's also going to be available Big Bad Toy Store, all the other kind of yeah, uh, yeah. resellers. Yep. So and that'd be huge. Should that. be good. I think I'll be picking up that one to maybe go with my Mythic Legions. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's basically it's a that's how I look figure. at a lot of figures now. Is it, do they go with the Legion? <laughs> Especially when it's not really a line, you know, this is a kind of one-off figure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, they'll be, maybe they'll make, you know, the two or three others from the game, but, like, it's not a huge, huge line, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, there's not a lot they can do with that. Darren, we've got some news from uh, Lego. Some very exciting pictures have emerged in the last week or so. Pictures floating around of, of um, what looks to be a Lego expert creator set showcasing the 1989 Tim Burton Batmobile in a larger scale to minifigures. However, it does appear to come with three exclusive minifigures, Batman with a new cowl mold, Joker and Vicky Vale. We um, get any confirmation during the weekend as to whether or not that was official so or we still I just saw I just saw this morning on the the German website promo bricks they're really good for uh, Lego news and uh, it's been pictured at the Lego shop at Billund Airport so somebody there put it out early by mistake it seems what? Nice. so it's legit so it, it, it's th- legit they've uh, already wow. got the box it's, and everything ready for sale yeah and wow. it's about the equivalent of 250 euros so Probably similar USD. Yeah, uh, I didn't uh, think it would come cheap. Probably triple Australian, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably a grand. <laughs> Slight exaggeration, but... Yeah. Just, but, just one um, mortgage payment to their guys. There, yeah, you know, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it seems like that's going to be announced next week officially and uh, probably end of this month available already. So you yeah. heard it first on Toy Power, people. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned it before it was officially announced. So speaking of money, we were talking about, about money in relation to the Batmobile. We've had, I'm not going to labour on this too much because I know we push for time, but Hasbro have reported their third quarter earnings on Wednesday the 23rd of October. The news wasn't great. Hasbro were 15% short on meeting their own projected sales targets. Overall, there's still a lot of nervousness around a possible trade war between China and the US. They've also indicated that maybe that's already filtering through in, in terms of consumer sentiment around purchasing luxury goods like toys. So so there is quite a bit of un, unease at the moment around that. I think it's really important to mention it. Like I said, we probably won't get into a lot of detail. It's a topic 
in of itself worth unpacking perhaps on a future episode but but definitely worth noting that that the whole toy industry is doing it tough and mm. hasbro are making some great figures right now whether it be marvel legends or or black series or transformers, transformers. Yeah. uh but having a great product sometimes isn't enough yeah if they're down 15 percent, imagine what some of the uh some of the other smaller guys are exactly yeah Mm. and uh, yeah we could probably unpack that a bit more but we don't have our numbers guy trend here and who would uh, probably do all the all the research for that um, do instead you, do you think maybe uh, that maybe actually the smaller guy maybe that's the space for them now that you know they can specialize a bit more yeah that maybe it's the era of the kind of massive toy manufacturer maybe that's kind of well, that's well, interesting, isn't it? Because we're finding, you know, Super 7's a good example. You, you wouldn't classify yeah. them as one of the, the larger ones, but the complaints around price are, are still affecting Super 7. You look at the, the Turtles Ultimates and they're coming in at 45 uh, USD for a, a standard 6-inch figure. Um, I yeah, don't but know. They, probably only, they probably only need to sell a 1,000 of them, whereas Hasbro only probably needs to sell, you know, thousands and thousands of yeah. a Black Series yeah. figure. Yeah, too. that's yeah. a valid point. I I think uh, whoever's the company behind LOL dolls and pets and surprise toys are doing, (laughs) you know, rolling in money. And also uh, the, I forget their name, but the ones that do the uh, Paw Patrol and things that get coming up with the uh, DC. Spin Master. I think they're they're coming, they're rising up through the the ranks. Uh, Paw Patrol seems to be um, saturated on toy shelves, which is uh, a good sign of a successful uh, toy company. So, uh, good luck is mm. all I can say and I think sometimes competition is healthy in their business because um, it, it it means the prices are a bit sharper and uh, quality is a bit better if it was yeah. a monopoly game uh, then Hasbro would have everything and we wouldn't see much mm. more uh, variety on the shelves it's true yeah I mean, I mean, the Paw Patrol cartoon is genius. I mean, if you yeah. if you watch it, yeah, I have to in terms watch it. of a yeah. toy in, in terms of a toy commercial, it's just yes. it's yes. just genius. Yeah, yeah. agreed. And, and, and that's and why they love it. It's like it's like cocaine for the kids. From Paw Patrol, yeah, yeah. And, and they're very quick to change out their outfits. Oh, we're going on a space patrol, and we're going on a. <laughs> Aqua Patrol, or we're going into the jungle yeah. today. So they replicate. Yeah, I mean, my two, they, you know, they choose the different pups or whatever for each adventure, and then yes. they allocate the different ones to each other. So yeah. it's like you're this one for this episode, yeah. you're that one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's like they've genius. got they've pulled so they're, the they're idea. They're playing from, while they're watching TV. You know? Yeah, they they pulled the idea from Centurions in the eighties and <laughs> made them into dogs. And I mean, I mean, whenever we're out and about and we see a. Um, a German Shepherd or something. Hey, look, it's Chase. Or we see a, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. you know, see a um, what do you call them? The snow Foundation. dogs. And uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, it's now Everest, and you know, it's it's <laughs> yeah. insane. They don't call them by the breeds. It's uh, it's the dog's name. The Paw Patrol yeah. names. Mm, anyway, Jeez. well, I've I've managed to avoid that so far. But if Paw Patrol, up, Frank, yeah, exactly. Up. If Paw Patrol lasts another two years, I could be in it's trouble. Coming, Frank. <laughs> it's not the worst one though, you know. Oh no, so. there's there's yeah, there's way worse than that. The Paw Patrol is actually worth watch like is, is you know you can sit down and actually um yeah. enjoy it it's, yeah. it's the teletubbies and the oh, you know doc mcstuffins and things that kills me <laughs> I just, yeah i refuse to watch that 
All right, well, we've got that last little piece of news before we move on to our next segment here. It's a couple of uh, little gaming and movie announcements. Probably one of the worst kept secrets in gaming was that Diablo 4 was a thing. It has officially been announced. A Blizzard could do with some good news just at the moment. They've had a bit of a torrid run in the uh, in the tabloids. And look, a super dark trailer. It's you know, Diablo is not exactly a light and airy fairy game, but this trailer had me sort of just going, oh, I'm a bit uncomfortable with this. Like it was typical Blizzard style, really, really high presentation values. And in typical Blizzard style, no release date for that. They're just, you know, when the game's ready, we'll, we'll release it. The other one Blizzard had was Overwatch 2, which is going to be one of their big money earners, I suspect. That was announced with an eight minute trailer for the game. It's honestly, it's I've never played Overwatch. It's one of these massively multiplayer shooter games, and I'm a bit past that when it comes to gaming. But this trailer, it's worth a watch. It's like its own mini Pixar movie. It's got real heart. It's got a story to it, and just looks absolutely gorgeous. And yeah, cannot recommend that enough. Again, I don't think there's a release date on that, but something we do have a release date for. Very exciting. As of only the last sort of 48 hours. Into the Spider-Verse 2 has officially been confirmed and is going to hit cinemas on April 8th, 2022. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah do we have any pro, uh, ideas of protagonists or nah, anything? Very, uh, very, very early. They're, they've just sort of yeah. reiterated on the fact that, okay, because it's multiverse, we can do whatever the yeah, hell we want. Yeah, so, cool. yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they expand the roster mm-hmm. or whether you get favourites like Spider-Man Noir and, and Spider-Ham sort of return. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, good to see that that is um, happening again. And also, uh, She-Ra Princesses of Power on Netflix yes. is... Um, season 4 is debuting in, in just a few days after this uh, podcast drops. So uh, get on to that. And it's great to hear that they're continually, um, you know, moving on to, uh, you know, more seasons. So good luck to them. All right. Any other news we've missed? Because, my God, I can't believe we got through all of that. Anything else? So I know the new... I know the new... Uh... He-Man and Masters of the Multiverse comic is coming soon, yes. 20th of November. Yep. Looking forward to that one. Yes, I'm looking forward to it as well. I've already um, set up an order at one of the local comic shops <laughs> in the city for it. Nice. Can't wait. Excellent. All right. Well, with that said, we'll head into our next little segment. Whoa, dude. Nice score. All right. So this is latest scores, and there's uh, quite a bit to get through here. Uh, John, we might start with you. This is, um, you've been very good, active on the Discord and showing us pics of, of your latest stuff. And there's a couple in particular where like, you know what, not many of us here have these figures. Talk us through some of your latest scores and, and what, what, what they are. So, uh, I recently got delivery of the Mondo He-Man Skeletor and uh, actually surprisingly Faker as well. He came, uh, I ordered that nice. one directly from Mondo, the other two. I got locally, uh, so that was a good week, I have to say. So these are <laughs> awesome figures. I mean, these are, okay, they're expensive, you know, they're the $170, they're 1.6 scale, yep. so like the kind of Hot Toys size. Mm-hmm. When you put them beside a Masters of the Universe Classics, which is, you know, so half the size, mm. it looks a quarter of the size, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, these, I mean, these really feel like, you know, they they feel like you felt when you were a kid you know because when you were a kid you had the vintage figure but you kind of imagined all the mad detail on it and you kind yeah. of you had the imagination to see that, that were bigger as than an life. adult yeah. we kind of lack that so you just 
it's there right in front of you you can't miss it and you kind of get that feeling and also feels in your hand kind of the same weight as a kid's hand for a vintage figure so these are really really cool figures the figures themselves extremely payable fully articulated so they got i think 30 points of articulation they got the kind of double jointed elbows and knees which uh, actually is more than the masters and universe classics it's more like Mar marvel legend yeah. you kind of have to you know you have to work hard to pose them but they're really durable you know you're not you're not worried about uh kind of doing any damage to them whatever i would say the one small thing is the hands they're a little bit loose there's a lot of um uh, alternate hands and they're a little bit loose so when you get to the kind of limit of a pose a hand might pop out right but you can kind of you you kind of get used to you know what way you can pose them and, and you kind of what i generally try and do is i pose them up and then you know stick the hands in last in the pose and it, mm. it kind of works because if you kind of put all the weapons in their hands and then try and move the arm sometimes the hand pops out and it's like ah <laughs> start <know>. again <laughs> but and yeah the first three but, uh, have you got a favorite um i think skeletor he's just just amazing yeah nice. i mean the head i mean the head sculpts when you see them in the pictures you, for he-man uh you think well it's it's kind of not exactly the way you imagine vintage i mean there is a vintage head sculpt but that's just a joke from mondo i think it's it's cool to have but <laughs> it doesn't go with the figure because it's kind of you know the, the the vintage head goes on a kind of squat figure yeah. and it just doesn't scale up you know it needs to be a bit longer or something yeah. but um yeah i think the head sculpts look in person really amazing there's an amazing kind of wash on the hair and but skeletor is just incredible he comes with this really cool cape it's really weighty you know, it feels like proper kind of heavy material, you know. And yeah, he, I mean, the accessories for these guys are off the charts. Nice. I mean, they look, if you look at the the accessories, you kind of think these are metal, you know. Oh. Wow, I mean, I can't believe they gave us kind of metal accessories <laughs> yeah. and they're not the plastic. They're, they're really weighty, but like, yeah, the paint on them, just the kind of look, the kind of weathering. I mean, as an example, I think, uh, you know, just say he-man he comes with a vintage head the power sword the axe shield uh, sheath a short sword blaster rifle six hands Jeez. and stand so that's the kind of level you're talking about he also he-man also comes with burby who from the cartoon he's this little sil silkworm for filmation yeah also uh, maybe a joke and, and uh, skeletor comes with relay yeah so my <laughs> wife saw them when she came she was like, oh they're cute and i said okay you can have those here <laughs> 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 so she has really she has a, a she has a small little uh, display in her office of stuff she likes she's not really a collector but uh, she was big into tom and jerry and 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 stuff so she has a few of them so nice. i think burby and uh, relay go cool. well with them I think it's really cool they gave us something like um, Relay and Furby though that and we're not it's, part of any other line that we're part of and it also just to also the... just to confuse people because yeah that's, that too. <laughs> there's but this I big mean, serious looking if you're, figure if you're right? not if you're not uh, real masters of the universe nerds like us then uh, you won't know where it came from but I mean Nick gave us Otis as well yeah, yeah I think there's something in that yeah and Brock um, and from Mondo with this really so, cool battle damaged head as well so that's yeah um, sort of the terminator face underneath yeah it looks really kind of i don't know terminator-esque almost does he have the sticker underneath yes he does yeah. ah that's, uh, <laughs> nice that's not a sticker either oh it's like it's painted a, on paint on the bone. chest yeah excellent yeah so it's uh yeah it's very awesome yeah you just want to grab them i see them in the shelf Ooh, just 
phonograph. Put it on. You need time, you know. As I say, you pick one up, and then it's like, oh, trying to put it in a in a pose takes time, but it's rewarding, you know. I think, and and just the the amount of accessories that kind of just it makes you interact with the figures, you know. Excellent. That's what a good that's what a good toy should do. Exactly. I mean, you know, these are. You know, my kids are in no way interested in these, but that's great because. <laughs> Sticking with the Master of the Universe theme, Darren, talk us through some of your latest scores, mate. So I recently got the Wave 3 um, Vintage Master of the Universe collection from from um, Super 7. They arrived, so that, that wave includes the Prince Adam Walko, Merman Trapjaw, and, and some other characters. I also received the Mondo Faker um, a couple of weeks ago, I reckon, um, in, in the post. I was really happy to get that, so huge fan of that line as is John and today I went to Supernova um, which is like a comic con pop culture expo thing in Adelaide and I managed to get a Batman definitive history book on the spanning the entire 80 years nice hardcover written by Andrew Farrago who's, who's done quite a bit in that pop culture space before with the visual Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles book mm. and the awesome cartoons of the 80s you know, I'm paraphrasing the title here, but you know, really nice coffee table book um, spanning the entire 80, 80 years of, of Batman with a uh, contribution from Michael Keaton and Kevin Conroy. So you can't really get much more um, <laughs> in terms of Batman royalty than those two gentlemen. Yeah. So really, really happy with, with those things. And I, I got to meet Billy Zane today as well at Supernova and got him to sign my um, Phantom DVD and got a photo. So oh, nice. that, was, that was cool. Very cool. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll yeah, go that, next. Um, sorry, go, 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 John. Sorry, Darren. That that uh, that Prince Adam from Super Seven. That looks awesome in the package. The colors and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I no, saw it really that one does. in the. I think in the GameStop here. I, I haven't picked up all of those. I'm kind of picking and choosing. But that Prince Adam looked wow. Looked awesome. Yeah, Very it took cool. took me right back. It was like a time warp back to the eighties, yeah. which is what you someone like me wants. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I recently uh, picked up the Necker Toon Turtles, uh, the Two Foot, the Shredder and Krang. Picked those up and uh, with the turtles as well, the four turtles, the two packs from Necker. Uh, I got a custom Fright Zone monster, which is just amazing. Like that mine, so good. Mine, I bought, when I bought my Fright Zone vintage playset, it came with the Sock pop, uh, Puppet Monster. But over time, over the last, uh, what, f- going four or five years now, it's just literally deteriorating. It's a really moment. soft rubber, yeah, isn't it's it? Like it's, yeah. it's, it, it? Imagine what you do, you, the, the gloves you wear to do your dishes with. Yep. You know, your, um, That's sort of what it's made out of, like right. le- legitimately with a bit of moulding and things. And uh, obviously the person, the child that had mine uh, it must have played with it a lot. They've got a lot of love. And it's just, uh, it's yeah, falling apart. So I, I, I hated it. It looked bad. It was cracking. Um, you know, more hairline cracks on it than you can poke a stick at. So I ordered a custom one off eBay, and it uh, replicates the artwork from the um, box art, and it looks fantastic. So it's a nice, solid piece, uh, guaranteed to last a long time. It certainly Gosh. does. It just goes to show these things weren't made back in the 1980s to last 40 years. For sure. There was no way Mattel could have ever predicted that people would still be interested this long after. Oh, for sure, but, <laughs> for sure. But the version Ben's got, I've actually seen it, and I badly want one myself. Mm. Actually, it looks better than the one that 
that Mattel yeah, made back yeah, in the day yeah. and that's not a show at Mattel's but it's just so true to the box art yes, and yeah, yeah. really captures that that whole mood yeah uh, I've got a ton of dino riders in my collection now I won't name them all because uh, I'll butcher their names uh, but I'm mainly focusing on the Rulon so I've um, rounded out all the species of the Rulons now I've got one uh, designated character of that of species from each um sort of subline so that's really cool uh i picked this one up a few weeks ago i got the golden girls from galoob i got the uh, shadow horse and chariots from a local dealer uh, that was an amazing pickup uh, not complete but just the fact that you know i was able to buy it locally without paying exorbitant shipping prices was outstanding and it came with a dragon queen figure as well so bonus nice. i can um have her riding the um the chariot with it uh, also i uh, bumped into trent today uh, on the way home from work he is home in adelaide this weekend but he's got a wedding tonight so he's not that's why he's not here uh for the uh podcast and i picked up uh, merman and shadow weaver from the vintage super 7 line 5.5 yep. inch so that's uh really cool so thanks uh yeah shout out to trent thank you mm, well speaking of shout out to trent i've got a pretty significant shout out to him but I'm going to put that at the end of my list, and I say a list because I have been a little bit busy of late after selling a lot of Transformers. Funnily enough, I have a lot of cash to throw around, and it's all gone towards Marvel Legends. Uh, I, in the last couple of weeks, I have picked up myself an X-Force Deadpool, so that's Deadpool in the, the grey and black sort of outfit. Uh, I picked up a Nova, uh, Nick Fury, so Samuel Jackson-like, uh, Maria Hill. I also got the Korg and Grandmaster 2-pack. I uh, found that locally. I, fi- I finally found Thing, which finally completes my Fantastic Four. So jealous of that one. Oh, mate, he is a chunky, <laughs> chunky figure. Honestly, I had I'm him... I'm so happy he's coming again next year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, it, and it's not that different as far as... I think the paintwork's only a little different in, in his, well, underpants, really. Uh, <laughs> and, and I had him I had him next to... I also picked up a, a Hulk from sort of uh, Age of Ultron sort of era, and I had the two figures, you know, one hand in each... And the thing literally weighs twice as much as the Hulk, which you go, well, he's made of rocks, so it's probably true to form. But he is a gorgeous figure. They've got the, the, the black wash really perfect on him, so you can see all the detail. And despite being this chunk of figure, he's, you know, his articulation is still, is still pretty good. Doesn't quite have sort of double-jointed uh, elbows. I think that's a little hard when your biceps are as big as his are. Um, but yeah, absolutely amazing figure. Did, did pay a little bit for him, but it was local, so I didn't have to go go crazy shipping. So, so yeah. So the big stuff I got from Trent, however, was I have 31, 31 brand new Master of the Universe classics figures, all purchased from our good friend and comrade Trent. Uh, he been he's finally started to uh, to move on some of his stuff. I imagine he's making an absolute mint in doing so. And he sent me a list of what he got. For the purposes of my, I guess, dipping the toe into this line, I sort of focused on the, the Princess of Power or the She-Ra type figures. I've got them up on the shelf at the moment. And I just haven't had time to unbox 31 figures. It doesn't doesn't happen overnight. So, yeah, so I've got pretty much most of, of that sort of what you, the, the Great Rebellion sort of line. We sprinkled in with a little bit of, uh, I've got picked up a, a couple, there's a couple of versions of Hordak there, one in the filmation colours. Uh, and a I couple can see of, a Buzzsaw Hordak. Yes, Buzzsaw Hordak's in there as well. I've got the, the bubble, uh, was it Bubble Power Shearer sure. and stuff. And it's amazing. Trent, Trent rocks up with this massive box and he goes, 
I think I've got all the, the ones you wanted. There might be some doubles in there as well. He was obviously getting ready for his uh, time away with work and stuff, so he was a little bit frazzled. He only had he already had he only had five sort of double ups in there from what I'd actually sort of you know asked for. Um, but yeah, amazing figures. And I, I was chatting to him during the week, going, "Oh man, these figures are, are really nice in hand." Of course, I've been seeing him on you know the the shelves at Ben and Trent's place for a while now, but it's different to sort of have them in hand and go, "They're really really nice figures," you know. And I've got most of the ladies in that line if you will uh it makes me then want to go oh crap now i need to go back and get all the the ones i've the missed horde. the yeah, horde the yes. horde in particular uh trent was telling me they're they're pretty hard to find for a decent price these days because they're uh mantena in particular well, that, it's just so perfect it's yeah. just the best upgrade he's actually got four individual legs rather than the two yeah, legs molded two together, together to look like and he his eyes he's got the bug eyes that pop yep. out he's just a, the perfect upgrade like what you have uh, as a generic vintage figure that's quite common mm. the, the upgrade to the Matty Collector one is a the perfect upgrade it really yeah. is um, a great figure indeed would the filmation Montana fit in there for you or is that a bit too plain um, kind of design because yeah, I, I mean that's definitely cheaper at the moment it certainly, it certainly is and it's even available on um, Big Bad Toy Store well it's interesting because in my in amongst my vintage masters I have actually got a handful of the Filmation classics I've got mm-hmm. a, a just the you know the main guys I've got a Skeletor and He-Man and Beastman and Evelyn and I was actually debating now that I have because I had to generate a new shelf surprise surprise when you get 30 new figures I was debating whether to put those filmations up on the same shelf, and and so I'm going to have a bit of a play and see whether that fits, you know, th- thematically. I know all the Shira designs are obviously from the filmation. That is correct. They're based yes. on the filmation yep. characters, so you know. Well, I could, think they'll fit quite well. Yep. For that reason alone, that yep. they the classics Princess of Power stuff did sort of gear itself more towards filmation design. Yeah. So, so I think they'll blend in quite well. Yeah, no, it's but- gonna, that's a good point. I'll um I'll have to you know do a bit of homework because I oh, yeah when when Trent said that I was like oh how much can it possibly be and started looking at the man ten I was like oh well I might I might put that on the Christmas wish list because I'm not buying that one anytime soon. <laughs> um, I will just tell one quick story with one of the scores I talked about. I talked about picking up the Korg and Grandmaster two pack. I actually picked that up locally, which was nice for a change. Basically, in the store I went to. It was a hundred bucks, and you go, you know what? It's fifty bucks a shot when you look at the figures. One's Jeff Golden, the other one is is Korg, right? So you could almost sort of justify that. The when I went to, I found them on the shelf, and they're actually all. It was one of each of the the two packs that were out at that time, and they're all cable tied to the display, so you literally couldn't pick it up and walk off with walk to the counter with it there was obviously there's security what shop is this sorry this is at Myers right yeah which is not uncommon for some of the big ticket items so I went to the guy at the counter said hey I'm after one of these yep can I'll get it from out the back and he said oh which one are you after so this one here with you know Grandmaster and Korg and he looked at Korg and goes I love that guy and then went off to go get it right and then he's come back out and he's gone and I he said, oh, are you a collector or, or just this is a present for someone? Anyway, a bit, bit of chat, bit of banter, which was nice. And because of that, instead of being 100 bucks, he went, oh, do you know what? I'm feeling generous. Here's 20% off, so it's what? 80 bucks. Nice. I, all just because I was nice to him. He obviously recognized Korg and stuff. 
and we just had a bit of a chat. So the moral of the story is be, be nice to the people yes. in stores yeah, and absolutely. you never know what yeah. comes your way. Yeah, can't, can't say that enough. Be nice to your retail people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the moral of this uh, podcast, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it, yeah, I mean, it does pay off. And, and, you know, retail, we all know retail workers work hard, all jokes aside. And, and they put up with a lot of angry customers and a lot of crap. <laughs> that they, they shouldn't have to. So, yeah, be nice. But, you know, sometimes that's enough of a reward on its own. But, I mean, how cool was that? 20% yeah. off. And, you know, while 100 bucks is, is not small change, these are effectively exclusives. And other exclusives yeah. over, over here, I don't see them winding up in, in too many other other stores. Yes, so, agreed. well done on, on nabbing it while it's still around to this side of Christmas. Mm. Yeah, I mean, my, my wife, uh, she sells a lot of my stuff on this site called eBay Kleinanzeigen. So it's it's a German eBay site for kind of small smaller buying and selling. Okay. And uh, so it's not an auction. You know, you just put up the stuff. It's like a kind of a buy and sell type mm-hmm. site. You make an offer and, and you kind of have a conversation. And she says when people are nice, she just kind of, you know, it goes much better for them. Yes. I mean, we throw in yes. freebies, you know, we kind of do deals, we do deals on the shipping. You know, we don't deal with people that are kind of, you know, rude. You yeah. know, if they just send a one-line message, oh, you know, I'll give you, and they say 20% less than the asking price, it's like, no, thanks, you're fine. See you. <laughs> you know, I'd rather not sell, I think, yeah. than, you know, because, I mean, you're not desperate for the cash if you're selling, you know, I'm just yeah. selling my stuff to buy other toys, you know, and yeah. I can wait to buy other toys, you know. Yeah. It's not like I need. I'm selling them for you know financial reasons. I mean, maybe someday, but <laughs> <laughs> not right now. Let's hope not. Yeah. So it's. I mean, I think it is. Yeah. It's just nice to be nice. Be nice. You get. You get, there's karma. There's definitely it's karma. Odd, yeah, there's something. Yeah, definitely you is. Know. And the toy gods play a role too. Yeah. All right, uh, John. Are you ready to uh, ready to melt our minds with this quiz, mate? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's play the intro and All we'll right. get into it, eh? Let's go. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Time to start thinking because the quiz master's back. All right, John, over to you, mate. Okay, so first half of this quiz is on 80s cartoons. Yep. So how do you want to do this? Should we give the questions to the floor or... So uh, roughly how many questions have you got there? So I've got 20 in total. Might might be better to go around the room. Yeah. Do you think so? We got uh, Frank, yeah. me, and then Darren. That's sort of the circle we're sitting in. Okay, I'll start with Darren then. Okay. Okay. So, name the the year and the month that He Man and the Cat Masters of the Universe debuted on TV. <laughs> September fifth, nineteen eighty three. Uh, you, he didn't want the date. <laughs> you, he didn't want the day. So uh, you're wrong. He just wanted the month <laughs> and the year. <laughs> Too much information. That was, the, that was the bonus part of the question. <laughs> already done. But that was the UK air date. So what's the US air date? Oh, Jay Z posts this on his Instagram every was, year. It's the same year. Um, <laughs> same it? year. It's the same month. So it's, it's the same just month. Yeah, yeah, September. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I'm pretty sure it was September as well, but I, I couldn't tell you the date. Yeah. But it day, debuted in the, the UK first. Just, it did, yeah. Yeah, as a, for a little bit of time. Uh, a full three weeks before. Oh, three wow. Weeks, that long. Yeah. Wow. Okay. September 26th. And then for a real bonus, Darren, name the episode. Name the episode. I'm going to take yeah. a step in the dark here. Perfect. I'm going to say Number the Diamond the Ray of Disappearance. Pardon? I'm going to say the Diamond Sorry. Ray of Disappearance. As Ding. 
No, it's correct, yeah. Don't oh, worry, it, it was correct. Okay, awesome. Yeah, because that, that's often seen as the pilot, even though it was produced after. It was produced as episode four. It's Later often on, seen yeah, as the yeah. pilot. Yeah. yeah. You got it. Okay, so question two. Frank. Uh, Frank. Yep. For Ben this time. Oh, for Ben this Me? one. Is. Okay, yep. okay. So, in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon, what was April O'Neil's middle name? Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, H, H. Oh. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> wow. Oh, that is a cracking question. It is. I've got no idea. Help us yeah, out, no. John. Was it something really off the wall, like Mavis or something really... No. Was it, was it so, little... oh, sorry, go. She, she said in, in the episode, which the episode was called Invasion of the Kragazoids, and she said, Danger is my middle name. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh... And, then, and then, no, and then Mikey, the best turtle, said, <laughs> I, I thought it was Harriet. Harriet, so it was Harriet. Sorry, right. Interesting. Okay. April Harriet Neil. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. uh, nice. All right. Very good. Okay. Question three then for Frank. Yeah. So, voice actors from which iconic Hanna Barbera cartoon voiced the characters in the Transformers of Ratchet, Gears, Cliffjumper, Blue Streak, Teletron, and Megatron? Well, I know. So, which cartoon had the same voice actors? Oh God! Well, uh, Megatron, of course, famously was Frank Welker. Cartoon. Yes, Frank Welker was uh, one of those voices. Yeah. So you want me to name the voice actors or the the Hanna Barbera equivalents? The cartoon. The cartoon it was from. Um, and it oh. gave you a hint of the. It's a barbarian. Uh, did it or did, was it Hanna Barbera? Um, very famous one. Frank Welker's done so much stuff. It could be any of them. Um, uh, so Don was one of the other voice actors, and yeah. Casey Kasem was the other one. Trying to think, Hanna Barbera, uh, Tom and Jerry. No. No. Are you opening it up to uh, other people? Else? Yeah, someone else. I'm going to go, go with. I'm going to go with Super Friends. Um, Frank Walker did um, Dark Seed or Dark Side, depending on the name was changed later on. Yeah. The pronunciation nope. of the name and Casey Kasem voiced Robin. No, not the one. Oh, okay. there's another one. That um, I have, at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're the quiz master, so... Um, so it's, go for it. It was Scooby-Doo. Oh, Scooby-Doo! Well, oh, nice. Yeah, of cool. course, because Frank Welker was uh, Scooby. With Freddy. He was Don Messick was Scooby, and Casey Kasem was Shaggy. Oh, wow. All right, Scooby-Doo. i got a friend of mine who, again, he's, he's not a collector like us or whatever, but his thing is Scooby-Doo. Like, he's got anything where they've done the Mystery Machine in, like, Hot Wheels form or whatever. He's got it, you know, got all the episodes and, and all that sort of stuff. So like, he's uh, screaming at the, at the answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he's he's going to get up me for not getting that right. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, question four for Darren. These are falling well for you, Darren. So before Filmation closed in 1989, they're working on a follow-up series to He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. What was it called? He-Man and the Masters of Space, which would later on that's... become the new adventures of He-Man. That's correct. Hey, yeah. wow. there, there you go. go. And, the and then an interesting tidbit from that one is that uh, the stick with that one was that He-Man uh, was supposed to have a talking, wisecracking sword. 
Oh, <laughs> I didn't hear that. Sword was going to take the place of Orko. I, I don't think that would have been a great idea. I don't think that would have been. Uh, I often think about what what it would have been like if Filmation had done it, whether or not the, sh- you know, I'm not, not a huge fan of that. It's kind of like force the four scientists for me. But you know, if you got John Irwin and Alan Oppenheimer back, and if the animation felt a bit more familiar, would people have taken to the toy line more back in the day? Because <laughs> People's criticism was it was I, too different. I couldn't movie. imagine He-Man hitting the sword against a rock or something. Just went, yeah, yes. and then and then hearing the sword, dab, yeah, shout out in pain or hey, don't hit me, don't that hurt? Or just you know, clashing with Skeletor's havoc staff. And, you know, yeah. please stop hurting me. It's gonna me, leave He-Man. a mark. That's probably a reason why it wasn't you know Didn't developed. In the first yeah, place. Yeah. yeah, no information would have been a good so... would have been a good toy maybe. Yeah. A role playing toy. Yeah, but not. Yeah. I don't think a figure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, how many? This is multiple choice. How many voice actors were involved in the first season of Thundercats? Ooh. So you got A nine, B sixteen, C fourteen, or D six. I'm going to go this lesser amount because there weren't that many characters in it. So I'm going to go the uh, D six. That is correct. Yay! Well nice. Oh. It was a very nice much the era with voice actors where, you know, one, and as yeah. we just talked about with the likes of Frank Welker and some of these others, where one person voiced, you know, three or four characters. And Ben's right, in a, I'm looking at my Thundercat shelf now, and in a cast that maybe has 20 different characters, you know, six six people to voice all of that is, is pretty reasonable. Talented folks, I can say that much. <laughs> so, question six. For Frank. Yes. Which of the following had the least, so the smallest amount of episodes produced? So again, multiple choice. Okay. So A, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. B, She-Ra, Princess of Power. C, Transformers. D, Thundercats. And E, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so the one with the least, the least the amount, one with the least amount right. of episodes. I'm pretty sure you can rule out Turtles because that went for about five seasons longer than it should have. Um, I know He-Man's around 130 as far as the episode count. I believe She-Ra is around the high 70s, if I've got that right. Uh, uh, 93. 93, was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so then Thundercats is the only one I've got a bit of a question mark on, but I think that only went for two seasons. Yeah, but that syndication that's syndication still. Right. That's right. quite still, a few episodes. I yeah. still think Thundercats was up around yeah. the 120 mark. So that probably means, that probably puts Shearer as the least amount of episodes, I reckon. That's the one I'd look in. Yeah. That's correct. Yay. Oh, wow. so, He-Man, as you said, 130. Uh, Encyclopedia like... Darren was correct with 93 for Shearer. Uh, Transformers 98. Oh, so it was closer than I thought. It was uh, quite close. Uh, Thundercats 130 as well, same as Sea Man. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 193. <laughs> I, I suppose with Transformers, they went on, continued on in Japan. So they went on to the Headmasters yeah. and the, yeah. the so Victory and things. So it depends if how deep into the mythology you count yeah. it. So. Well, see, it's interesting because Transformers is regarded as the, as far as the US, what we know as the cartoon was regarded as going to four seasons, but that fourth season was literally three episodes. Yes, and yeah, so, the Headmasters. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the and, then, and then the, the Japanese stuff spun out from there. No, I forgot about Transformers in, in all the the options to choose from, and yeah. uh, somehow still got it right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, question seven. Back to Darren. Which of these multiple choice answers 
is not the name of a He-Man and the Masters of the Universe Filmation cartoon episode. So option A, here, there, Skeletors everywhere. Option B, The Toymaker. Option C, Slave City. Option D, Double-Edged Sword. And option E, Orko's Missing Magic. Darren is sweating. You can't be that. He might well have stopped you. Or I must use this question. Uh, um, um, while writing this question, I got the answer wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel a little better. As um, in, I, I put in, I put in a, uh, what I thought was a wrong answer, and then I checked, and no, it was actually... <laughs> uh, I haven't watched the Filmation series um, as a complete series for a number of years, so I, I, I'm yeah. going to be guessing. I'm going to go with Slave City. That's okay. Well, you guessed correctly. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's the mini nice. comic. That, exactly, it's a mini yeah. comic, mini which copy, is an adaptation. But there was also a filmation episode called "The Tale of Two Cities," based off Slave. Yeah, City. that's exactly right. Slave City is the adaptation of that episode. Yeah. Damn it! I thought we finally stumped him. 140 episodes. We finally stumped him on a master's question, and he still got out of jail. God damn it! Don't worry. It, and then it's uh, gonna happen. Double edge, double edge sword was also uh, a mini comic. Yes. Uh, Came with Cobra Khan. The Toymaker, then, that's an episode where characters employed by Skeletor to manipulate Orko with toys. So you can imagine. Yeah, that was one of the. The moral at the end of that episode episodes. is don't take toys from strangers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think we missed the memo on that one. <laughs> I buy toys from strangers all the time. Yeah. Frank got a 20% discount from making yeah. friends with one. No, no, just don't take them for free. Where's the fun in that? Although, that would be nice. Uh, Okay, question eight. Yes. Back to Ben. This should be really for Trent, I suppose, in honor of Trent. Okay. Uh, In Inspector Gadget, his sidekick Penny was A, his daughter, B, his niece, C, his goddaughter, or D, the secret love child of Chief Quimby. Oh. <laughs> Ralph has a sister. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I know the answer. Ooh, but... I, it's either his daughter or his niece. That's a bit of a grey area. Yeah. Definitely, um, definitely not the uh, brother of Brain. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna lock in niece. You are correct. Yay. Yes. Nice. Yeah, that's where I was leaning as well. I, but I couldn't be sure. Gonna win yeah, I, I remember that it was niece, and I was trying to think, trying to communicate to Ben. <laughs> what did what did she call? What did Penny call him? You mm. know, Uncle Gadget. You know, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah God, nice. it's been a while since I've watched yeah. that cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Question nine for Frank. Yeah. So, these questions are falling good for you guys. So, <laughs> Excellent. Uh, what was different about the voiceover work for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur- Turtles compared to other cartoons of the era? So what was different about the voiceover work? In terms of how it was recorded? Yeah. Um, that they were all in the same room versus like individual like recording booths where they record the line separately? Exactly. You got it. <laughs> well done, man. <laughs> that was a bit of a guess to be completely fair, but I sort of it sort of made sense given there was, you know, four characters that had to interact pretty pretty rapidly on, yeah. on screen. So, whew. Yeah. <sighs> so they recorded it like we're doing now as nice. opposed to Yeah. Yeah, one line at a time. the tracks or whatever. Excellent. So they it's the only way to record it. if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> so, question 10, back to Darren. Yep. So, in Spider-Man and his amazing friends, so 81 to 83, 
the character of Wolverine was portrayed with what type of accent? Mm. Ooh, now this one's going to... I used to love this cartoon as a kid. <laughs> I really did. Uh, this this was my gateway into Spider-Man, funnily enough. can't really say I remember Wolverine in the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go, just, just because of what we know about the character, I'm going to say Canadian. Yeah, see, I feel like it's a bit of a red herring. Yeah, it probably I, is. I've, I've got a suspicion it's an Australian accent. You're right, Frank. (laughs) I remember, I don't remember the cartoon very well, but I do recall at some point that he was, you know, uh, and this is before, you know, law was really taken seriously and continuity and that. And I do recall there was someone where, oh, remember that time when Wolverine was an Australian? And 81 to 83 probably fits that mold quite well. So, and given he was... Yeah, it's a guy guy called Neil Roth. Neil Ross, okay. Precursor to Hugh Jackman, I mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly yeah. When, uh, so when um, Brian, Brian Singer was making that film, we've got to get an Australian because of Spider-Man and his amazing <laughs> friends has got to be an Aussie. And who was the narrator on that cartoon then, Darren? you remember? No, I don't, Stan- I'm Was afraid. it Stan Lee? It was Stan Lee. Hey, exactly. zing. They're doing all right, actually. Whew, yeah. I was a bit nervous heading into this. It's, it's funny you should say that. I was looking at the DVDs on eBay, and I was actually thinking about going going for Spider-Man. And his Just get things. Disney Plus, mate. It's got yeah. it all yeah, on there, every single that. episode. Yeah, yeah, I and should, more. should do that. Yeah, we're not going to be talking to our cameras in a few months' time huh, when that comes out. What was that? Sorry, John? I said we're not going to be having much time for our families. When <laughs> we'll be fighting over the TV as to what to who watches what. I mean, I'll be kicking my kids yeah. off saying, "Go and play the PlayStation." Daddy wants to watch gargoyles. Like, you know? exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Go to your room. Okay. What did so I do? Nothing. We're Go to your on room. To the, we're on to the toy section, so I yeah. think you definitely passed with flying colors on the cartoon section. Oof. All right. So let's try and trip you up on some toys. <laughs> so this is a, a mixture of toys, so mostly 80s vintage, but also some modern stuff. Cool. Just to uh, spice it up to my bit. sensibilities as well. Yeah. So yeah. question number 11 for Ben. Yes. Uh, I think you can give him some help here, guys, because this yeah. is a tough one. A doozy. So G1, G1 Transformers. Yes. List all the road-going wheeled vehicles from the first wave all right. of Transformers. In, insert cracking nu- uh, knuckles. <laughs> yeah, all right. Ben so, might own this. All right. So we've got... Okay, um... so, so go go slowly now. So, can, yeah. <laughs> so you can tick them off. All right, Jazz. Any guess at how many? Oh, man, there were like a dozen of them at least, including uh, pl- and then plus the mini-bots. So I'm going maybe oh, close to 20. Yeah, just under 18. Ladies. Okay. Just legal drinking age. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you've got um, Smokescreen, Prowl, uh, Mirage, Hound, um, Bumblebee, Cliffjumper, Ironhide, Ratchet. Um, this is just the 81 stuff we're talking yeah, about, yeah? Yeah. Bumblebee is there, sorry. Yes, Bumblebee yep. is there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, is it Warpath? What, the tank? Was he the, 81? Yeah. Yes, he was 81. Uh, reckon he was first wave. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Beachcomber? I don't have him. No, okay. Beachcomber? No. Nope. I don't no. reckon Beachcomber was 81. Right. Optimus Prime, of course. I was going to say. Yep. <laughs> um, 
Jazz Smokescreen, Will Jack. Uh, Ratchet? Blue, Blue Streak, who's actually meant to be Silver Streak. Yep. Yeah. You uh, got it. Did you say Mirage? Yes. The, the... So you got one, two, three, four, five, six more. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay, um, I'm starting to... Uh, Wheeljack? Yeah, did I say that? Yeah, yep. Wheeljack, the, that cool-looking um, Lamborghini-like car. Um, oh, well, the Marlboro car. Lamborghini, there you go. There's two oh, more. Um, Sideswipe and Yellow Jackets. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Um, Sun... Sunstreaker. There you yes. go. You got it, chat. So uh, I think I've got, got some mini-bots that I'm missing. Trailbreaker? Nope. No. Do you notice anything about all these? They're all got four wheels. <laughs> on They're top all, of that all Autobots that's right yeah yes yes yes. yeah, yeah I know because all the because first, uh, the first uh, yeah yeah. the first row going Decepticons are the that, next way because that's how Stanticons. they that's how they split, split them yeah. uh, from when they uh, Takara took over the license sorry Hasbro took the license from Takara is they said right any any vehicles uh, Autobots any um, planes. other planes yeah. and um Household gadgets yep. are all Decepticons. Yep. That's why you've got Soundwave and things. All right. Uh, I'm scratching my head now of who else is left. Um, <clears throat> Braun. Braun, of course. Got it, yeah. Braun, uh, yeah. Uh, there's only got to be one or two more. So what do Australian and Americans not really have in their cars compared to, say, us Europeans? Air conditioning? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that 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 makes it more. Or, or at least you you only have automatic ones. Manual, automatic. We have, oh, we're transmission. more likely to manual. Gearbox. I feel like this. Yeah. Is, yeah. Gears. 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 Yeah. Gears. Yeah. I knew it was a play on yeah. words. I just yeah. couldn't get there. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I feel, I feel like tail, there's a mini tail. Box. Is it tail? Uh, there's three. There's three left. Oh, three left. Ta- tailgate. Ooh, the other the other end of the car. Uh, I sh- Front um, bumper. <laughs> bumper, bumper, bumper. Oh, okay. of course, yes. He was the the weird looking. Yep. yep. Oh, and then I suppose Bumble Jumper because that's the man- amalgamation between. Yeah, um, that was a weird. Yeah, sure Bumblebee if, and. Um, not sure if that was eighty one, but. Yeah. Um, what do we got left, John? One, well, you've got two you've more? got Bumblebee in two red more. and um two more. and uh, what's his name <laughs> in, in yellow. So so when you get really angry with someone, you get into a a fight. <laughs> Um, uh, like a scuffle, like a um, a brawl. A br- a... No, I said brawl. Huffer. Huffer. Oh, you got huffer. Okay. Huffer, yeah. Yes, of yeah, course. Yeah. <laughs> I love this wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> Just winging it here. Okay, one left. Is mi- minibot, or is it a, <laughs> or is it a like a regular size car? That I'm not sure. Uh, hoist, hoist. No, it's. I tell you, yeah, yeah go, go on. Wind charger. Oh, oh of course, yeah. Oh, he was the red, nice. the red card. Not it, the. He was yeah. another mini. Board. I had the white one. The the. Tailgate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that was awesome, man. Yeah, that was uh, that well. really uh, well, opened up some grey brain matter in my uh, head. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. You cool. can go home and look at them all on your shelf. Yeah, there. yeah. I was looking. I'm, I'm um, open eyed at uh, Frank's collection here. I'm looking at his. I got quite a, a lot of inspiration from his toy line but um yeah a few of them i couldn't see or uh, hiding at the back so yeah <laughs> by no means complete collection so he obviously didn't have all the answers in front of him <laughs> that's question 12 demand of for frank oh yep from which toy line was the snapping jaw feature for trap jaw taken uh, so the, the feature so was which taken... toy line did they take it from uh, 
I feel so like I feel like we've come across this bit of trivia before, and I cannot think of the answer. Darren is waving his hand furiously because, of course, he knows. Ben um, may not too. I was just trying to think of the era. What is the question? Sorry, so snapping jaw. The, the the snapping jaw feature of snapping trap jaw, jaw, jaw yeah. was taken from another. Oh yeah, line. I know that. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. If I was, if I was. If I was a little bit taller and my name started with J. Yes. Good clues. <laughs> Big Jim? Yes. We're yes. <laughs> yes. doing well with this wordplay crap, aren't we? What was that prototype called then? The Big Jim prototype. What was the prototype called? Yeah. Maybe for more for the other two guys. Ooh. So for Ben and Darren. Prototype that looks like Trapjaw but is not Trapjaw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't remember. So it was called, it was called Iron Jaw. I was going to say that's Jaw, but like, I thought that was just too obvious. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then just for the floor, a couple of bonus questions from yeah. this one. Do it. So uh, the early concept names of the Masters Universe characters. So Trapjaw, anyone know what his early concept name was? No, I don't. No. I don't remember. I'm sure I've read it somewhere, but... X-Man. X-Men. X-Men. Oh, that's a bit close to the other property that yeah. starts with X and ends with Men. But you know. I can see why Mattel had to come up with something else. Yeah. <laughs> Great idea, but that sort of rings a bell with something else. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what else? Yeah. Evelyn. Original like prototype name or working yeah. title. Which I don't know. Sultra. Sultra. Oh, that's Ooh. actually I like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's a bit too <laughs> bit too sexy for the yeah. 80s, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it pretty easy on the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Just think Meg Foster as well. <laughs> what about Stratos? Birdman. Ooh, almost. Avion? Avion or something? S- no, s- same, same logic as Frank. Big Bird? <laughs> Flying Birdman. <No. laughs> you got the man bit right. Uh, monk- <laughs> is it Monkey Man? Or something like that. Monkey man. Because he's got that ape-like face. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's to do with flying. Yeah, like... fly. What's he used to fly? Wing. Wingman. Wingman. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Oh, <laughs> gosh. I don't know. He-Man's wingman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> man in arms. And wingman. You need to come with me. <laughs> Why? Because you're my wingman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. That's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we were out of Castle Grayskull, it was Friday night, this guy was on and we were just picking up chicks, me and my wingman. <laughs> wingman, we're going to go see Tila. <laughs> I do not need to see that mini comic, I'll be fine. The original name for Grayskull then? Uh, Skull Mountain? No, from a Mark Taylor drawing, very famous one. Uh, I, no, because it, the originality was uh, the her his um, the, his wife's maiden name was Gray, so that's where I knew it from. Oh, uh, okay. I, I'm not. Before, must have been before that. It was called the Dwell of Souls. Ah, cool. Okay, Ooh. interesting. Buzz off. Pink Stratos. Uh, <laughs> Buzz off was a uh, amalgamation of uh, He Man dressing up as a bee. In yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm not. What really... would you call that? Uh, Buzz He-Man He-Man Wasp Man Wasp Man That's cool I like that I like that that name Yeah That's cool Uh, Bashasaurus then The Bashasaurus This one's funny Big Red Uh, Ball Buster Ball Buster That's (laughs) alright That's that's (laughs) alright 
Oh, the 80s was such a simpler time. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then Skeletor? Drago Man. Demon Man. Almost. Take take away the... So it was just D-Man. D-Man. D-Man, D-Man. that's right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Skeletor. And the last, yeah. the last one there, Squeeze. Serpent. Um, arms. What's the... Stretchy arms. Stretch What's... Armstrong. Yeah. Some sort of play on Medusa. Oh, no, that would be sort of snake face, That would be snake face. Yeah. Tang- Tanglor. Tang- oh, Tanglor. That's not bad, that's actually. That's very muscle universe. It's, it, I think it's better than Squeeze with bloody yeah. five million S's. But, um, yeah, Tanglor, not bad. Mm. Cool. Okay, so let's, let's move on. Question 13. So, Darren, I think. Yeah. yeah. How many Lego Millennium Falcons has there been? So, <laughs> you boy, did you ask the wrong guy? <laughs> well, oh, you can guess; it's okay. Th- think think of product cycles. Yeah, exactly. So, the license for what? Well they all, they always want a, a Millennium Falcon on the shelves, you know. So yeah, they always yeah. refresh it. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm just gonna pull a number out of out of the air. Twenty-three. Nope. Much less. I'm so. gonna say. Oh, can I jump in? Yeah, I'm go gonna on. say. I'm gonna guess. This is a complete guess out of nothing. I'm gonna say around eight. Whoa, bingo! Hey, oh, yeah, there you go. Go. oh nice. Yeah. That's that's not bad because you think about like you talk about product yeah. cycles. When each sort of movie sort of come out, they they'd refresh it to you know put it back on the show, even if it didn't feature in like the prequels or whatever. Exactly. So there was yeah, year 2000 was the first one. 2004 yep. then was the first one. Another minifig scale. Then 2007 was the first UCS, Ultimate Collector, mm-hmm. 5,000 piece one. Then you have 2011, 2015, The Force Awakens one. Yeah. 2017 was the remake of the Ultimate Collector series, this time it's 7,541 <laughs> pieces. Jeez. 2018 is the solo one, so the white one, and they've just released one for The Rise of Skywalker. Wow. And how many have you got? I have the one from Force Awakens. That's it. Right. I don't have space for the UCS ones. Too big. <laughs> yeah, it's massive. I'd love it, but I mean, it's just, oof. Mm. and it's eight hundred. Yeah. And space, yeah, here. space so, is a big thing. It's yeah. crazy. Um, which minifigure is in all the the only minifig in all the sets? I'm gonna Chewy. say Chewie, yeah, because he's a yep. prequel. Yeah, yep. yeah, nice. Okay, question fourteen. So another Lego question. This time for Ben. Yep. So Lego Star Wars started in 99. Yes. But which year was the first Stormtrooper produced? Oh, good question. I'm going to say 2001. That's correct. That was in the TIE Fighter set. So 7146 TIE Fighter. Cool. Yeah, because those, those first, first few years would have all been prequel stuff. Yeah. stuff. No Stormtroopers yeah. all to be prequel found. stuff, exactly. Mm. Smashed it, Ben. Mm. Very good. So question 15 for Frank. Yeah. From 1988 to 1997, Playmates produced around 400 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figures, <laughs> as well as dozens of vehicles and play sets, yep. which are all in your basement. <laughs> pretty much. We're so looking at looking at them now. 98% of the line now. <laughs> three years. Name all of them. <laughs> so here's the question related to that. For the first three years of sales, so 88 to 91, TMNT Toys represented what percentage of the entire action figure market? Jesus. Whoa. It'd be, it'd be big. So I'll give you, I'll give you plus and minus 10. <laughs> 
because um, yeah, they were. Um, it was tur- turtle mania in '88. Was it '88 through to '90? Did you 91. say '91? '91. Yeah. 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 The first. Well, '88, '89, '90. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, '90, I reckon, would have been the peak because the film. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Percentage of the entire action figure market. Oh God, I just I just have memories of seeing them carted everywhere. Well, Every... I couldn't I couldn't even get them because they were kept selling. Yeah, like, that's right. They were just in, incredible. Mm. I think I even had a when I was like 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 eight or, or something a, a deliberately Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle themed party and so all the presents were just carded figures and you looked at them all wrapped up and they all looked the same yeah, of yeah, course when when mum when we did find them mum bought all four of them yeah. all four brothers and then gave them to me over time like oh you know here's one for your birthday yeah, one for nice. christmas one for because i got a good report card and just spaced them out so <laughs> yeah. anyway back to the question uh, as a percentage i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot high i'm going to say they were responsible for 60 percent Bang on the money. Oh, oh wow. wow. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's... It was huge. $1.1 billion. So back in those. Wow. In the late 80s. Yeah. Congratulations yep. by Frank Campley, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, Frank Mart has uh, come through again. <laughs> that's how he knew the answer. Exactly. That's it. Question 16 for Darren. How many He-Man variants and Skeletor variants were there in the... 2000x masters line so skeletor <laughs> too many and then he-man yeah, yeah and this still yeah, i mean the answer to this is subject. why the line failed you know yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah so how many skeletor and then how many he-man there's a lot more he-mans than there are skeletors which is a problem mm. to begin with because they'd be about even wouldn't they there's, not there's in that two line. more he- there's two more he-man than skeletor okay. only two the bonus I... part is to list them so <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. God. yeah i'm not probably confident enough to do that I'm gonna say there were. I'm gonna say there were 19 He-Man and 17 Skeletors. I didn't think it was quite that many. Anyone else? I'm gonna. Anyone I'm gonna. If, it, if we know there's only two difference, I'm gonna say there was 10 He-Mans and eight Skeletors. All right, I'll go in the middle. 12 and 14. Ooh, ben is the winner there. It's <laughs> oh, 11 and 13. Oh, wow. 11 and 13. Wow. There you go. So okay, I'll, I'll I'll read them quickly as we're. We're struggling for time. So, yep. Skeletor, you had Battle Armor, Battle Sound, Fire Armor, Ice Armor, Mecha Blade, Samurai, Blood Red Repaint, yep. Disco Repaint, <laughs> Snake Armor, Snake Crush, and Spin Blade. Yeah. So, yeah. they all sound amazing. <laughs> yes. And then He-Man, yes, He-Man, the had Battle Armor, died. Battle Sound, Ice Armor, Jungle Attack, Martial Arts, Mecha Blade, Mega Punch, Samurai, Shield Strike, Smash Blade, Snake Armor, Snake Hunter, and Wolf Armor. So, see, I'm, I'm normally a sucker. He man was getting up to. And can he, I just he, take he had a big off. castle for all those? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I'm I'm a sucker for for variants, as as is long documented on this show. But the one that did me when that line, and I, I collected that line fairly well, uh, was when, and I think it was the samurai one, where literally they came with stilts, and I'm like. No, no, you've that, you've lost yeah. me now. That, they like were it. even in a show though. That when they meet Mecha, um, uh, not Cyclone, Mecha, Cyclone. Yeah. They, they, so that was actually in the show. So that was on stilts. Yes, yeah, great. the end yeah. one go. Yeah, yeah. Mm, so all right, yeah. sure. I'm sure I worked for the cartoon. I like, not I, like uh, I like repaints, but I mean these weird. Yeah, it got crazy. Adding it weird got accessories crazy. Yeah, when you've the got... toy stuff. So that's just weird. I mean, I like repaints. You know, the like He-Man Faker thing is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
I think where I mean, they went wrong was in, that, that just the mess of Batman together. line. They always do repaints or you know different color schemes of the different mm. figures. You don't need to get them, but yeah. they're all cool. <laughs> yeah, Smash blades and spin blades have been later in the line and not two you know two waves apart from the original wave one and then wave three. It might have worked better, but I think it failed because they just came too close together. Okay, so question seventeen. So for Ben, Black Series Star Wars. Uh, in, um, it's okay, you can guess. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> it's been running since 2015. True. The regular <laughs> have numbered boxes. Yes. What number are they currently up oh, to? Gosh, oh gosh, they're almost up to. I'd say in the 80s. I'm gonna say 85. Anyone else? It's higher than that now. Higher uh, than 85? Yeah, it is higher than 85. Yeah. Um, I was motioning to Ben to go up, uh, but. Yes, yeah, so it depends. There's a new couple of waves that have just dropped. So, so we're we're sitting depending uh, we're, on which part I'm of the world much, you're in yeah, as I'm to whether much, or not. I'm pretty much up to date, apart from like the latest release or uh, reveal, say the last weekend. Okay. So. Okay. So, so we're in 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 at least the high nineties now. And uh, I'm also including some that are announced and numbered but haven't been. So, the look of the ceremony yeah. or. I'm yeah, going to go 110. 110. Ooh, just a bit less. No. 105? Ooh, 102. 102. Oh, okay. Crazy. How many other figures, non-numbered, which include exclusives mm. and 40th anniversary archive centerpiece playsets, have there been? See, that's you, you're so exactly right. Like when, when if you're going to number a line, number a line. Don't yeah. then skip yeah. out on it oh. for various bits and pieces. So there's a, there's yeah. 109. Oh. Yeah, there, I was just <laughs> going to say it's about du- it's about double. Jeez. You know. Yeah, so it's just painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, you know, it's, I mean, it, to try and collect them all, you know, and with Star Wars, and you know, you want them all, don't you? <laughs> it's probably one of the reasons why it's struggling to sell too, though. I mean, the number of saturation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What and just hard to get, you know. And then you sit over here in Europe, and good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's not bring it down. So, question eighteen. Uh, this one is for Frank. Frank. Yep. Mezco 112 launched in 2015 with which figure? I'm going to take an absolute stab at Batman. Yeah, that's correct. And which version? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, One of your colleagues has it. Can I? Can I jump oh, in? Dark Knight. Dark Knight Returns. That's sorry. Right. That's I, right. I, yeah. I was I was so torn okay, on yes. getting that one. I got the both the blue and the black uh, costumed one because uh, I yeah, yeah I, lo- I loved them. You just so. couldn't choose. I get mm. that. They're by force. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a with that Dark Knight. There's a limited toy fair. I think they give them out yes. free at toy fair to to people there. A hundred pieces, pure black and white. There's oh. the black and grey, which I guess you have been, and yes. the blue and yellow. Yes. Which is the PX exclusive, and then yep. they have the dark blue and black, which was a Mezco exclusive, apparently, right. for that one. Nice. And then for Frank, as you're a Marvel fan, what was the first Marvel figure? Ah, oh, by Mezco. Um, mm-hmm. uh, again, you probably want to think of big headliners. Uh, I'm going to go with Wolverine. Absolutely. No. Anyone else? Spider-Man? No. The other guy? 
Deadpool? Iron Man. <laughs> Captain America. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Classic yeah. Captain America. <laughs> yeah. And then, just for fun, if you were a total completist and a very rich man for the Mezco 112 line, how many figures would you have? Uh, probably close slightly to... more than regular Black Series. Uh, probably uh, 110. Yeah. 143. 143. Wow. wow. That would be an impressive, and a lot of happiness, expensive yes. collection. <laughs> I wouldn't be leaving the house then. No, okay, question nineteen for Darren. Personal favorite line of mine: Mythic Legions. Which Masters of the Universe characters have the Four Horsemen made homage Ooh. figures of? And I there believe is seven. Uh, they have um, done tributes or homages to He-Man, Skeletor. Battle Cat, Evil Lynn, yeah. and yeah. is there any more? Panther. Panther. Yeah, so there's three more. Yeah. There's three more. Man in Arms. Yep, Man in Arms. Did a trap jaw, yeah, didn't it? Yeah. And the trap jaw. Trap jaw, yeah. Bing, bing, bing. Hey! All correct. Got them all. <laughs> okay, and the last question. So this one is for Ben. Something you might actually be familiar with as well. So the original Lego Batman te- team, so. Yes. Previous to the DC team, yes. ran from 2006 to 2008, so just two years. Yes. Before it was relaunched in 2012 as the DC superheroes team. Yes. How many sets in the original team did not feature a Batman figure? Ooh. So you got oh, so, the options. Yeah, so Robin and seven, um, one, six. zero, or four. Well, Robin so and Penguin. Not... Robin and Penguin was it that were a set? Was it Penguin with the uh, Aqua Sub and Robin with the little um, underwater yeah, so boat? Yeah, Robin Scuba Jet yeah. Attack of the Penguin. Yeah, yeah. Seven, eight, I'm just going to lock five. that in. Number one. one. <laughs> right in your wheelhouse. You got it. Hey, yes. nicely nice. done. <laughs> yeah, there was 15 sets in that original team. And then how many how many sets in the current team? So from 2012 until now, I'm, DC Comics. I'm going to say Any zero. Guess? I'm going to say zero because oh, without Batman... Batman. Batman. No, no, no. How, how many total sets is there oh. now in the current oh. DC Comics oh, superhero gosh. team since 2012? 110. <laughs> Ooh, 113. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, close. No wonder I stopped collecting. <laughs> boys are on fire today. I'm going to check you haven't installed a camera in my room. <laughs> We're just looking over your shoulder at the paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, boys. Oh, well excellent. Done. I think uh, we can safely say that Davey didn't win the quiz today. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that, he'll stop listening. He's still licking his wounds from that uh, zombie Smurf remark uh, earlier in the week. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't want to be the person who said that. No, no. Uh, Well done, John. Look, thank you so much for that, mate. That was no problem. uh, My pleasure. That was amazing. And uh, yeah, we were all a bit nervous when you told us the themes, but I think we we handled ourselves pretty pretty well. But thank you so much. Look, thank you very much for 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 coming on. It's um, I realise that you got time zones and stuff to deal with, and and you've been a long time you know supporter of the show yeah. um so i appreciate all that you do you good fun on the discord showing us all your stuff so Seriously. thank you so much man much yeah, get on board guys it's it's a lot of fun definitely <laughs> worth the money 
Excellent. Thank you. No worries. Um, yeah. Well, also uh, speaking of Patreons and the and the, the hard earned money they put towards us, we've actually uh, been able to put some of that to use and bought some new microphone stands that we're using for the first time tonight. Instead of these giant That's boom it. arms that sort of got in the way with us, these are lovely sort of heavy desk mounted uh, stands for our mics and makes the room feel a little bit bigger and and you know hopefully we sound a little bit sexier if that's possible so so thank you very much to our patreons for that yeah anything any uh final words there john no just thanks for having me on guys and anytime maybe we do it again in the future definitely Definitely. yeah for sure absolutely well with that we will say thank you very much for listening and we will see you around the toy aisles and until next time good journey you can find the toy power team at all the usual online places Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people want to learn more go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows well they're not more awesome than us but they're